SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I am Brad Brown. It's brilliant to have you with us tonight. Half an hour of non-stop sporting action. There's been lots of budget talk today. It's time to break away from that slightly. Look at what is happening in the world of sport. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be chatting athletics. South African Indoor uh, Worlds Athletics Championships team getting announced yesterday. Wesley Botten will join us tonight to chat a little bit about that six-man and woman team that is going to the UK next week. We'll also be chatting some cricket live action coming to us from Supersport Park in Centurion and we'll wrap things up with some football news uh, coming out of the PSL. But let's start with stories making news headlines. I can tell you in that uh, T20 International, the second one between the Proteas and India in Centurion. India currently 45 for the loss of three. That after six overs. And uh, we'll get an update from Tando Komane a little bit later on in the show. But uh, the South African women's team, not as lucky in their clash against India today. And uh, not that they lost, but the way they intervened. There was a bit of a thunderstorm in Centurion. South Africa were 130 for three after 15 and a half overs when the players left the field. And uh, no further players was uh, or took place so that one was abandoned and uh, no result there which means that uh, India still lead that five match series 2-1 with one to play in other cricket news, New Zealand beat Australia by 19 runs in a rain-affected T20 Tri-Series final in the Trans-Tasman Cup in Auckland earlier today. Australia were 121 for three in reply to New Zealand's 150 for nine when play was abandoned after 14.4 overs. Uh, the win means David Warner's men complete the Tri-Series undefeated and leapfrog Pakistan to become the world's top-rated T20 team for the very first time. On to soccer now, Mamelodi Sundown striker Tokozani said Long has uh, or says tonight's clash against his former club, Free State Stars, at Loftus Fasfeld in Pretoria, should be a tough encounter. Setlong joined Sundowns from Stars at the beginning of the season. The 26-year-old has played 24 times for Stars, scoring seven goals, and has been struggling to break into the Brazilian starting lineup. And he's hoping to get some game time tonight. It will, will definitely be a difficult game, you know, because I feel Free State Stars are in a space where they have a lot of motivation regarding the position they're in and like uh, the coach has said earlier you know when teams play against the sundowns you know they just bring the a game because we're on top so everybody wants to challenge the people on top so i feel like it would be a very very difficult game that match kicks off at 7.30. In other domestic football news, good news for Kaiser Chiefs. George Maluleka, Gustavo Paez and Eric Motoho have all returned to full training ahead of Amakosi's clash against Bloemfontein Celtic on Saturday. Earlier today, Bidvest Vitz were in action in the CAF Champions League. The students went down 1-0 to Pamplemousses of Mauritius, but they still advanced to the next rounds uh, 2-1 on aggregate. Two UEFA Champions League matches look forward to this evening as well. Manchester United away to Sevilla and Shakhtar Donetsk host Roma. Those two matches kick off at a quarter to ten. In Six Nations news, Gregor Townsend's named an unchanged Scotland starting 15 for their clash against England. Murrayfield on Saturday. England coach Eddie Jones will name his side tomorrow. 
onto cycling. The Tour of Abu Dhabi commenced today, and it wasn't a good start for Team Dimension Data for Quebecer. Mark Cavendish has been forced to abandon the Tour after he crashed in the neutral zone of that opening stage and sustained a concussion and whiplash. Alexander Christoph won the opening stage ahead of Andrea Gardini and Caleb Ewan. And finally, in Winter Olympics news, Norway's Maritz Burgen has become the most decorated Winter Olympian of all time after taking bronze with uh, Mike and Kasperson uh, in the cross-country skiing women's team sprint free, winning a total of 14 medals. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll be chatting some cricket. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, let's head over to Supersport Park now in Centurion, uh, where it does look ominous. Lots of clouds around. Uh, been a bit of rain this afternoon, particularly in the, the women's match, but so far so good for the men's team. Tando Kumane is there. Tando, the Proteus will be happy with uh, the start. They've picked up a few early wickets and the big one of Virat Kohli. Yeah, thanks very much, Brad. It's a sight that you never often see Virat Kohli back to the hut for just uh, one uh, of uh, just uh, uh, five balls there. Junior Dala doing the business, and uh, that was his second wicket. Uh, Virat Kohli caught behind by uh, Heinrich Klaassen of uh, Junior Dala's bowling. Junior Dala also trapped Rohit Sharma, uh, LBW, in the first wicket for naught of just his first uh, delivery. Well, India could have been in more trouble. Christopher Morris got a inside edge, a faint inside edge to Shikadavan, who's uh, still out, uh, rather, who was also uh, caught by uh, Bahadeen Fahan off the bowling of JP Dwomani. So India are currently hobbling at 53 for the loss of three wickets in seven overs and uh, Proteas are just going into their eighth over at the moment. It's Junior Dalla with those two wickets. Christopher Morris also, uh, rather JP Dwomani also has one and Christopher Morris unluckily uh, still doesn't have one at the moment. 51 for three India. Tano, as far as uh, the bouncing back from our, our last defeat against India, do, do, has, the, has there been a lift in intensity, particularly in the field? We saw drop catches in that, that first match. Have, have things looked a little bit better this time around? Yeah, definitely, Brad. And I think uh, as soon as Fahan Behadin held on to that uh, first catch of J.P. Dwomani's bowling, a lot of the players ran to him with smiles in their faces as to say, you know, that thing does pass where you have a bad day at the field. And I think more than anything, South Africa have changed their tactics very well here. They haven't started uh, with those short pitch bowls as they did back at the Wanderers. They've just hit the good length and they've bowled much straighter to the wicket. And hence, they've had a couple of opportunities up front in the first five overs as well. And uh, they've yielded the result. Results of that kind of a change in the three wickets at the stage. A couple of changes in personnel as well, just looking at, uh, at the team sheets. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, well, for South Africa, unchanged from the last game, and uh, you were uh, probably hoping to see the likes of uh, Christian Yonka, who's been instrumental for the Warriors in terms of uh, the limited overs game. He is a white ball specialist, but nonetheless, South Africa opting uh, not uh, to come out uh, changed at all. Well, one or two change from India, and uh, most definitely will be hoping uh, that uh, uh, that does make sure they wrap up the series for them. But for South Africa, they'll be hoping to send it down to Newlands in Cape Town, Brad, and uh, it's going to be the grand finale there but they still need to perform well there and hope that the weather gods will be on their sides and the rain stays away absolutely uh let's just talk about rain and a little bit earlier on today this african women were in action as well against their indian counterparts it was match four of their series and that one unfortunately uh, was rained out how were they going when play was stopped 
Well, they were doing very well, Brad. They were 130 for three after just 15.3 overs. And uh, it was Dane Fanikert, the captain of uh, the Momentum Women's Protea side, who got off to a flyer together with Lizelle Lee at the top of the order. Fanikert perished for 55, and Lizelle Lee was not out on 58. And also Sunei Luce didn't really make much of a contribution this time around. The youngster went for five of just three balls. Minion Dupree was still at the wicket. But a surprise move that saw Chloe Tryon being pushed up the order to bat at number three. And unfortunately, didn't pay out for South Africa as uh, she was also caught uh, by Da of the bowling of uh, Punam Yadav for two of just four balls. So South Africa were in a very, very good position at 130 for three in, uh, after just 15 overs. And they could have stretched it with wickets in hand in that last five overs to get close to that 280 and 200 mark. But unfortunately, that game has been abandoned. So it does go to Cape Town now 2-1. They still have a chance of squaring the series, yeah? I was going to say, they will be bitterly disappointed that the weather intervened because this was a chance to square things up today and go to Cape Town with a chance to win the series, but now they can't. The best they can hope for is a draw. Yeah, and they would have given uh, the men's side a lot of motivation as well to make sure that they set up a grand finale in Cape Town and how great it would be. Both games in the doubleheader at the PPC Newlands on Saturday would have definitely mean that they are both deciders for the T20 series. And uh, if you remember, the women's are preparing for the T20 World Cup, which is coming up later this year. So they would have definitely loved to go on and finish that game. And uh, as much as they are already playing uh, lesser games, but uh, they definitely look a strong unit towards that World Cup later on this year. But nonetheless, the men will also have it all to do here to make sure they set up a grand finale. Yeah, absolutely. Tana, just looking ahead of this series too, obviously the Proteas will, will want to win tonight and win that one in, in, in Cape Town. Australia coming here for a, for a test series. We saw what they did in the, the Trans-Tasman series. They clinched that this morning. Uh, one of the games, uh, a world record run chase. They're in good form. The Proteas are going to have to be a lot better if they want to be competitive against the Aussies. Yeah, they definitely will. And those Aussies are starting a four-day game, uh, first-class warm-up game uh, tomorrow at Binoni against the Cricket South Africa Invitational side. They've picked a very strong side as well with the likes of Josh Hazelwood, uh, Stephen Smith. All of them are there, barring Stephen, uh, as rather uh, uh, David Warner at the top of the order, who is still back home finishing that T20 tri-series they have with England and New Zealand. But nonetheless, this is a great opportunity for these youngsters who aren't usually in the Proteas set up, most of them, to make sure that they make amends for the poor performance in the ODIs getting smashed 5-1 by India and obviously make sure they salvage some pride and give the team some momentum going into that test series because thereafter it's going to be quite a long dry year until they do travel and uh, visit Sri Lanka. Absolutely. Tando Kumane, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We'll have updates uh, throughout the remainder of this match here on SAFM this evening so make sure you stay tuned to South Africa's news and information leader. Coming up next we'll chat some athletics. My name is Nomvula Mukonyani, Minister for Water and Sanitation in South Africa. Realities of climate change are upon us, over and above us being a water-scarce country. Parts of South Africa are affected by drought, while some pockets are facing water scarcity due to the heat wave. I urge you in government, in the business sector, in the irrigation sector, in industry, as communities, and you as an individual, to adapt and use water wisely. Let us join hands to save water, Together, we move South Africa forward.
SAFM and SA Express are giving away a weekend special to you and your loved one. This includes return flights for you and your partner, two nights accommodation, including breakfast, lunch and dinner. To stand a chance to win, simply send yours and your partner's contact details to competitions at safm.co.za for a chance to profess your love live on air, be it popping the question or saying I love you for the first time. If you are selected and successfully connected on air, you will stand a chance to win. For more information go to our social media pages at safm radio and you and your lucky partner might just be our lovers of fortune safm and sa express showing you love this month safm sports wrap this is South Africa's news and information leader. And I mentioned it uh, last night, late last night on the show, that uh, the South African indoor athletics team had been announced for the upcoming World Indoor Championships that are taking place in Birmingham in England uh, the first four days of March. So not long to go now. And uh, a six, I want to say man team, but there's two women, four men in the team. Not the biggest of teams, but there's obviously slight differences between indoor and outdoor athletics. We join now uh, by sports writer for The Citizen, Wesley Botton. Wes, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap this evening. It's good to chat once again. Yeah, thanks, Brad. How's it? Very good. Wes, I'm just looking on face value, I think this is a, a pretty good team. Oh, it is, for sure. You know, we... we can't be too picky when it comes to indoors. There's not a single indoor track in Africa um, for good reason. You know, we don't, we don't need one. We In the Northern Hemisphere, it obviously gets very cold, and, and certain times of the year they have to run indoors. But, you know, we've got the weather to be able to run all year round pretty much. Um, so we usually don't have a big team. We usually don't have a very strong team either. So even though this team is small, um, it's probably a bit bigger than we normally would have, and it's a very good quality team, um, led by Luva Manyonga, who's the favourite in the long jump. So, uh, yeah, as small as it is, I, I think, as you say, very strong. I think the guys might come back with a couple of medals. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll get into who's in the team in a moment as well, but I, I know there's lots of questions and people go, why are we only sending six six athletes? And there, There's quite a big difference between indoor and outdoor athletics, and you mentioned, obviously, the climate, but not all the events are, are or, or take place at, at an indoor championship. I mean, one that you would think would take place is the 200 metres. That doesn't. Uh, a lot of the field events don't. But uh, as far as the, the sort of fundamental differences in your mind, what's what's the biggest differences between indoor and outdoor, is? I think there's two two key differences. So one is that the track is a lot smaller. They run around a 200-meter track, um, which is also slanted, uh, almost like a cycling, a track cycling track. Uh, I don't think it's slanted as much, but there is a gradient. Um, and the other is the surface. You know, they, they run on other Mondo tracks or um, various other surfaces outdoor. But on indoors, they run on wooden boards, which really changes everything. So you, you often see guys, especially guys from America, uh, some athletes from Europe who actually specialize indoors just because of the differences. In some events, for example, the long jump, you won't see much difference at all. The, the performances are very similar. But um, in the sprint events, for example, in the 400 meters where the guys have to run around twice and the bend is a lot sharper than it is on an outdoor track, um, it does... Uh, assist some athletes more and some of the guys struggle a bit more. So it is very different to outdoors. It's very different to the kind of athletics that South Africans, I think, are usually used to watching. Um, but maybe that's the reason for, for people to have a look uh, at the World Indoors next month. It's, it's quite an interesting thing to see if you haven't watched it before. 
Yeah, and as a sprinter, you've got to have good brakes because there's not much of a runway at the end of your race. <laughs> Let, let's talk. Let's talk about the the, the long jumpers. You, you you said the team's being led by Luva Manyonga, but uh, Russell Smy is in the team as well. I, I think there's a, a good chance for two medals there. Where's they both in good nick? Yes, they are, and um, you know they both proved that at the World Outdoor Champs last year, where where Luva won gold and and Russell Smy got the bronze. Uh, at the last edition of the World Indoor Championships, uh, which was important two years ago, Ruswal actually on debut, he had never competed indoors, finished fifth in the final and missed the bronze medal by three centimeters. So with a bit more experience, you'd expect him to maybe get on the podium. And Luvo Manyonga, in his first season of indoor competition, has already set an African record and he might go even further. So at the moment, he's certainly the favorite for gold. Um, I think that's a very good prediction, Brad. I think we could very well see two medals in that event. Well, fingers crossed. That would be amazing. The, the two ladies in the team, Karina Horn, uh, national record holder, she's also running pretty well. Uh, and the other female member of the team is someone who's been snubbed by Athletic South Africa uh, for the last couple of announcements. Uh, the Outdoor World Champs in London last year being one of them, the Commonwealth Games as well, is uh, Dominica uh, Scott Irvin, which I think well-deserved because she's been running phenomenally well over the last month, six weeks, and uh, she's proved a point, hasn't she? Yeah, she has. I think she's really uh, given given Athletic South Africa a bit of a middle finger a couple of times because she she obviously gets upset when she's not selected. I and mean, it's crazy that she didn't go to the World Championships last year. Because of that, she couldn't qualify for the Commonwealth Games. So she's really had a raw deal. And I don't think that Don Scott's effort was actually on Athletic South Africa's radar a couple of years ago. But I've never seen an athlete that is so progressive. I've, you know, every time Dom Scott steps on the track, she sets a personal best, just about. Um, and the times that she's running now, this year she's already run an 8.41, meters, which really pushes her much closer to, to the girls who, who are sort of leading internationally. Um, I, you know, she's not going to be competitive against somebody like Genzebe Debaba from Ethiopia, who's just a phenom in herself. But if there's a slightly weaker field than there would be for an outdoor event, which we probably expect, I think Dom Scott might be up there. I, I, you know, if she runs the 3K, if she focuses on that, I really think that if she's as good as she normally is and um, if she's in the kind of shape that we've seen her this year, she might even surprise with a medal. And that's, I mean, maybe that's an indication of the kind of ridiculous qualifying criteria that they've got for athletes in South Africa, that somebody who's capable of winning a medal at the World Indoor Championship doesn't even get selected for the World Outdoors. And we talk about this a lot, but I really think the guys who make these decisions need to consider um, being more inclusive and, and not as exclusive as, as they've been. Yeah, and Wes, you mentioned that she hasn't really been on Athletics South Africa's radar f- for for the, the the first sort of part of her career. She was racing on the, the American collegiate scene. She's married to an American guy, so she could, in essence, switch her, her nationality and 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 compete for America. And there's another athlete lost. We we've seen it happen so many times in other sporting codes, and and it's disappointing to see an athlete of her her caliber. And and like you say, she just every time she goes out there, she puts in a great performance, being snubbed by Athletics South Africa. Yeah, I think what's most disappointing is how passionate she is about her home country. Dom's been living in in America for some time now. She studied over there, as you say. She's not married to an American, and she has settled there. I don't think we'll see her moving back here. But she's very, very keen to run for us, and she's good enough to make the American team. There's no reason that she has to run for South Africa. It's, It's not like she doesn't have options. She wants to. 
but they keep kind of pushing her away. And the real danger that they were facing is if they didn't pick her for this world indoor team, uh, there is a rule, there's an international rule that if you want to change allegiance, you're not allowed to represent your country for two years before you represent another country. Because she didn't go to the world champs last year, because she's not going to the Commonwealth Games, if they didn't select her for the world indoors this year, which other than that in the Commonwealth Games, there's really nothing until the end of the season, it would have been a very easy switch for her to make next year. So by putting her in this team, they've kind of delayed it by at least another two years, and hopefully um, they won't snub her again because uh, it's completely ridiculous that you've got an athlete. I mean, she's as good as, or certainly showing the potential that we saw in athletes like Ilana Mayo and, and Zola Bud. I mean, she's a really, really good athlete. So Athletic South Africa needs to cut this out. They, they need to sit down with Sascock, whatever the problem is, sort it out and make sure that a world-class athlete who's capable of winning medals is actually in the team. Yeah, absolutely. And then where's the final two members of the team? I don't know too much about them. Emilia Rasmus, the sprinter, and the, the hurdler, Antonio Alcana. Tell us a little bit about them. Uh, Alcana's only competed indoors uh, once or twice. A couple of years ago, he went to the World Indoor Championships. Just, just missed out in the semifinals. But last year, Alcana had a blinder outdoors, and he ran a 13-1-1 over the 110 hurdles, which is an absolutely brilliant time. So it's very, it'll be very interesting to see how he goes because we haven't seen him compete this year. This, this World Indoor Championships will be his first top-flight competition. Um, I think he has run, I know he ran 100 metres over the weekend, but I don't think he's run a hurdles race yet. So we don't know how he'll go, but um, he's certainly got the potential to do very well and perhaps even reach the final. Uh, sorry, Brad, who, who was the sixth? I'm losing touch here. Uh, Emilio Rasmus. Emilio Rasmus was actually... Uh, a Lions rugby player a few years ago, and it looked like he might go that way. He's a he's a big man, Brad. He's he's 24 years old, and he's 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 built like a house. And <laughs> over the last few years, he's really tried to slim down, which has been difficult for him because he needs to try and retain the power he's got, but he's just too heavy. And over the last couple of years, I know he's lost a good few kilograms. He's looking a lot slimmer, and because of the power that he's got, because of his size, he's got a fantastic start. He's such an explosive guy, and he's going to be running the 60 meters, which is obviously a lot shorter than the guys run outdoors. Um, again, hasn't raced this year, so we don't know how well he's going to do. He's not our top sprinter. I don't think we should expect too much from him, but he's the kind of guy, because of his past and because of the changes he's had to make, we might see a lot of progress from him over the next year or two. Definitely another guy to watch. Looking forward to that. It all gets underway on the 1st of March. Wesley Botton, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your insights tonight, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy athletics as much as we are. I will, definitely. Thanks, Brad. SAFM Sports Wrap. A quick cricket update for you. I can tell you that India have just lost their fourth wicket. Suresh Reina, the man out LBW to Andile Peslakwayo for 30. India currently 94, the loss of four. That after 10.5 overs. Uh, and, uh, yeah, going along quite nicely are the South Africans. On to some football now here on SAFM. And uh, time to take a look at uh, Bafana Bafana and Mamelodi Sundowns midfielder, uh, enforcer Tiani Mabunda. Comes a long way with his football career. The former Black Leopards player got uh, bragging rights to the Absa Premiership Goal of the Month competition for a stunner that he scored in the 4-2 win over Bloom Celtic in December. The spiritual Mabunda looks back at his football career, including the three-year period he spent at Sundowns not playing. What I went through throughout the past... And m- many people know the journey that I've been through. It was never easy, but I believe that 
you know, in situations like that, it needs a person to be focused on what you believe in. If God has given you a task, you know, if God has given you a task and you know that one thing you should know is that it's not going to be easy. And many people uh, give up along the way and yet they want God to reveal himself unto them. And most cases, people who give up are never remembered. It is grace that I'm able to, to be one of the people that is remembered today because of the journey that I've been through. I can give you examples of people in the Bible who had to go through struggles and in the end they were prosperous. You can look at Joseph whose brothers sold him to a foreign land to be a slave. He became a prime minister in a foreign land. You look at David who was just seen as a shepherd boy. Nobody really took him into account and he was the one to save Israel against Goliath. You look at the almighty Jesus Christ. He had to be crucified, he had to be accused falsely in order for him today to be seated at the hand of the Father. So it's situations that we have to go through as human beings, that we have to face challenges. Because the Bible says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The Bible doesn't say the weapons won't be formed. It says the ones that are formed won't prosper. That is why I have so much faith in God and I believe that every encounter that I may face, every challenge that comes to my, to my attention, it is just a way of me moving to another level. Today I'm very proud to be, to be one of the, uh, the, the important players in the team. Even though people may have seen me not to be of value in the beginning, but you know when God says yes, nobody else can say no. Mabunda recently renewed his contract at Sundowns for the next two years. In the past three seasons, he's been a regular at the club. But why has it taken him so long to commit? For me to be to be granted an, an opportunity to remain at the team is grace. Nobody can just come to Mamluk Sundowns and get a contract. And for me to be given yet another opportunity to be part to be part of this great team is an honor. I thank God that He's granted me grace to be able to to remain at at Mamluk Sundowns. I would I, I believe that uh, it is it is only the plan of God for me to be there. And I I don't know how long I'll be there. I don't know how long I'll be playing, but I believe that God has a purpose for me. If God's plan for my life was to go to another team, I believe it would have happened. But God chose that I should remain at Mamluk Sundowns because there's something greater he wants to do at the team, something greater that he wants to do in my life through the, 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 the team that I'm playing for. And there's something greater that God wants to send to the country and the world through what I do at Mamluk Sundowns. And I believe that it is only possible as if we all work as a team and I'm grateful for the teammates that have helped me to play well in order for me to acquire yet another contract and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to be part of this magnificent team. There was talk that Mabunda was being monitored by the teams in the Premier Soccer League but the 29 year old seems to have a strong bond with the passionate Brazilian fans. He also shares how Sundowns president Patrice Motsepe was influential in him renewing his contract. You know uh, at some point you just need to, 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 to look at what God's plan for your life is. I believe that I have a greater responsibility outside football. And uh, when I got the response from the fans that uh, they want, they, they really appreciate my efforts and uh, I should stay at the team. And uh, I, was really, I was really moved and touched that it's not only what I do in the field, I may, I may be selfish and focus on the things that I have to do outside football, but when the fans are responding well to, to your efforts and the fans are are pushing you to 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 to, to remain where, where they think that you are doing best for them my my primary goal is for me to assure, ensure that people around me are happy and uh, for, for 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 the fans to be happy with my contribution to the team pushed me so much that uh, I, I i eventually had to give in to the team and and accept that you no know, i'll remain and the, the, the discussions that took place were proper and 
the president intervened and he, he spoke to me. I told him my personal views of where I want to be in life, outside football, after football, there are aspirations that I want to achieve. And uh, he, he, he spoke some sense into me where I, at some point I was being selfish, thinking about only me and my, 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 my future. But he told me that there's a lot of people that uh, are, are calling into the team that say that they should ensure that I remain and that is why one of the reasons that took long for for me to to to, to sign the contract do you mean you only have two years left in football? I do I can't say I have two years left because God my life is revolves around what God plans for me tomorrow he may tell me that this is after two years he may say play more another two years because I believe that God is the leader of my ship Everything that I do revolves around the, the leadership of the Holy Spirit. If God tells me that I should leave, stop playing after two years, I will stop playing because at the end of the day, everybody is going to remain on judgment day. Everybody is going to face God alone. And I believe that his leadership always takes me to the right place. That is why I was able to come to Mamluti Sundowns and never gave up. I, I spent three years at Mamluti Sundowns without playing. But God told me that remain. I, I brought you here for a reason. After three years, then I began to play. Today, I'm playing regularly. I'm enjoying football. If it was somebody else who was using emotions to make decisions, you would have given up a long time ago. But when you know that God has promises for you and you know what God has showed you, then you know that you have to believe in God. And that's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Sundowns are in action tonight against Free State Stars 7.30. That one kicks off at Loftus Stadium. We'll have the results for you tomorrow morning on AM Live as well as those Champions League results uh, tomorrow morning. Just looking at the cricket for you quickly. Uh, India up against the Pro Tiers at uh, Supersport Park in Centurion. India currently 105 for the loss of four after 12.3 overs. The bowlers picking up those wickets. Junior Dala picking up two of them. JP Dumini one and Andile Petlokwayo one as well. We'll have updates from the cricket throughout the evening here on SAFM with Tando Kumane from the ground. So make sure you stay tuned. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi and Criselda. Make sure you stay tuned for that as well. And if you'd like to be in touch, sport at safm.co.za is how you can reach out or via social media. Search for SAFM Radio or me personally at Big Brad Brown. From my team in Johannesburg this evening, Luyolo and Zama, thank you so much uh, for your assistance. From myself, Brad Brown, you have yourself a great evening. It is 7 o'clock and time for your news.